Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Genesis. Uh, we're going to start our service today with a, a couple of songs, and, and I invite you during this time to participate any way you feel comfortable. If you want to sing along, that's great. If you want to just sit and let us sing over you, that's wonderful. We have some candles at the front if you want to express your feelings through lighting a candle to remember uh, a prayer that you're lifting. Um, but please, we're happy to have you here, and uh, please join us in worship. Do you feel the world is broken? We do. Do you feel the shadows deepen? We do. But do you know that all the dark won't stop the light from getting through? We do. Do you wish that you could see it all made new? We do. It's all creation groaning. It is. Is a new creation coming? It is. Is the glory of the Lord to be the light within our midst? It is. Is it good that we remind ourselves of this? It is. Is anyone worthy? Is anyone whole? Is anyone able to break the seal and open the scroll? The line of Judah who conquered the A God intent to dwell again with us. He does. Is anyone worthy? Is anyone whole? Is anyone able to break the seal and open the scroll? The line of Judah who conquered the grave. He's David's root in the land.
this next song is called I Am Set Free, and I, I just love this chorus um, and the way it, it's sung. So please join me in this one. You broke my chains of sin and shame, and you covered me Say 
Good morning. So I am leading, we call it testimony time. It's also God sightings, meaning where have you seen God at work? Or where have you experienced God this week? Where did you see it? Where did you hear about it? And we share that to encourage each other, to support each other, uh, and to remind each other that God is good and active and, and moving. So one of, the, one of the prayers that I used to start the morning, it's, it's based on this like really ancient Jewish prayer. I, I, was, um, I had a really big like Hebrew phase where I like memorized these Jewish prayers because God listens to Hebrew more than he listens to English. I don't know if you knew that, but. Um, but there's this one called the 18 Benedictions, and it's a daily prayer um, for um, Orthodox Jewish people. And it starts with this, this phrase, thank you, God, for sustaining us through the night. Thank you for returning us to life, for your mercy is new every morning. And it's one of those prayers that I pray. And so it's like one of those things, oh, we were sustained through the night, and God returned us to life, and God is merciful again today. And it's one of those simple reminders. So this last week, Jericho has been sick with, you know, some sort of stomach virus all along, and his blood sugar gets really low and really weird. And so there's those times when you're like, oh, okay, he, he made it through the night, he's good, <laughs> and all of that. And I say, oh, God, thank you. Thank you for sustaining. Thank you for sustaining blood sugar. And as well, you were sustained too. And so, would you turn to the person next to you and say, hey, you made it. Here you are. I made it too. And then, if you turn back to them and say, oh, thank you, God. <laughs> so, that's, uh, wow, what a simple form of a God sighting. God has sustained us. It may have been brutal this week, but we have been sustained. And so that, that's my God sighting. <laughs> but has there, do you want to also share where you've seen God at work? Where have you seen it? And if so, I want to invite you to come forward. And also if you're on Zoom or Facebook, if you're on Zoom, just throw your name into the chat. And then you can share. It can be big. It can be small. But it's all for the sake to encourage each other. So here is Jacqueline, and she has a God sighting. I am I'm really excited because my boyfriend Eric is finally home from camp and I've missed him so much. I, I, I prayed for I prayed to God for his safe return and prayer answered he's home. Yes. Well, exactly. How awesome. I'm glad Eric made it home from camp. Anybody else? Anybody got good news? Anybody seeing God at work? You just want to open your mouth and say, thank you, God. Oh, I see a hand being raised. Oh, somebody on Zoom. Okay, we've got somebody on Zoom. We're going to make sure you're unmuted. We're going to make sure we spotlight you so we can see you. We've heard about this, so just give us a second once you see your face on the screen or your name. Okay, it's Amanda. Yes. Hello, everyone. Um, my family has had a rough week. Um, we got rear-ended at a red light. Um, we got water in our basement. Um, and now I have some kind of sinus and ear thing. But 
I'm reminded in all of that, that Father worked it out for our good. Um, we just had very minimal damage to the car. We were able to clean the flood up um, pretty quickly. And um, I'm also reminded how he sends people in our lives to hug us and to care for us. Um, I was in the bed and I get a call from my friend, Nasha, who will be speaking today. Um, and she was at the store and saw something that we had been talking about. And she just wanted to know if uh, I wanted her to buy it for me because there was only one left. And I just paused and I said, I love you so much because she just, she was thinking of me and just to know that how father has people around me that love on me and, and care about me is such a blessing. And so I was supposed to be there today um, to hear my friend, but I'm at home in bed with a headache and earache. But I just wanna say that sometimes when it feels like we're alone, look around because father has those people around us that that love on us for him so that's all i want to say thank you thank you amanda that's a good word so look around jenny awesome Hi, one of my many grandchildren got married yesterday. And so most of the family was there and it was really wonderful to see everybody. And um, at the end, they were doing all those dances that they all seemed to know all the moves and the words to. They were all new to me, <laughs> but they were having a good time. <laughs> and um, so I'm just, I'm just thankful because uh, this young man, Ben, my grandson, Ben, whose middle name is Foster, my husband's name, and um, he's halfway through medical school and he's been dating this young lady for six years. And they just decided it's, it's time. Let's just go ahead and do it. And um, just really grateful for all that God has done in his life and is doing. And um, it was really a very, just a special time. That is awesome. Thank you, Jenny. Oh, I see a hand. Yeah, Brianna, come on up. Yeah, <laughs> You're doing great. Um, my daughter this week had her yearly pediatric appointment and she gained a lot of weight and grew a couple inches, so praise God. Yeah. <laughs> This is the time we celebrate those, right? Thank you, God. So I want to make a disclaimer at first. This is not me boasting at all, but all glory goes to the Lord. I just started a new job at Lifetime Fitness. Um, they just call it Lifetime now because they want to be known as a country club. But um, so anyway, 
I had some, I had some anxiety just going through my mind. I'm just like, Lord, it seems like there's so many moving pieces. I'm a maintenance cleaning there, so I fold towels and clean bathrooms. And I just kept feeling God say, you're gonna do great and stop being worried. And it really humbled me and over the past few days just working there. Um, I, I've been doing great. And it's just like, wow, Lord, I mean, you know me better than I know myself and that's why I can trust you. And so it's very, very humbling. Thank you, God. That's not boasting, Josiah. Yeah, we all feel a little worried about that. Can we share good news? And it's like, we have to learn how to celebrate. And I tell you what, this community is not known for, right? So that, that is it. Thank you for stepping up and sharing that, that good news of like, I was worried and God has seen me through. So good. And welcome to the country club. Oh, here comes Ryan. Man, we got, we got the flood going on today. Let's open it up. Everybody's, everybody's pumped for Nasha today. All right. So really just uh, a couple of things. One was uh, my parents were in town from Arizona this past week. And, and it's like everybody's relationship with God tends to be informed by their relationship with their dad. And I love my dad, and he loves me, and, and it was great to see them. Uh, the other thing was yesterday was the uh, company picnic at the place I work, and I put together a nerd game for people to play, <laughs> and I got way more engagement and interest than I could have asked for or imagined and I might get an opportunity to run that on a longer term kind of scale in September. So I'm excited about that too. Ooh, interesting. Is anyone intrigued with the nerd game? So make sure you grab Ryan afterwards and find out what nerd game he created because I think we're all intrigued, Ryan. We wanna hear about this. And today I know that at Bonnie's and Daniel's they're playing yard games. I don't know if nerd games are acceptable, but I believe so. And I saw we have another one on Zoom. We got a couple people on Zoom, so here we go. Let's see who's next. Good morning, church. Can you hear me? This is Ann, Ann Collins. Are you unmuted? I'm unmuted. Can you hear me? We absolutely, we hear you, Ann. Oh, Perfect. Oh, Thank you. Good morning, church. Good morning, Genesis. I wanted to thank the Lord and all of you, certainly for your prayers. Doug uh, fell uh, this past Tuesday in the bathroom and um, I took him to the ER and then he was admitted um, at Beaumont. And um, I can't tell you how wonderful the staff and the doctors were. Um, they were just so kind, so wonderful. And like Amanda said, um, when when crises affect us and uh, you know, and hard times are upon us, um, there's always someone, and even strangers, total strangers. They were just so kind and efficient and proficient. And uh, Doug is home now. He's feeling much better. He's got some more tests to do. But um, but overall, the Lord has been so good to us this week, and um, so grateful for all of you. That is awesome. 
Doug, we're glad you're home. Thank you, God, for sustaining Doug. And thank you, Ann, for sharing that. I think we have one more on Zoom, too. Do we have two? Is that Emad, or are we good? We're good. All right. Thank you, God, for the news that you are living, loving, active, with us. We, we could not. Without you, what will we have? Without each other, what will we have? And so even in the hard, Lord, for many of us might be in the hard, we pause and we say thank you for the hope of your love pursuing us and the hope of community. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So we're going to worship. John and, and Derek, they got John's prepared one more song for us. So it's, it's called Good, Good Father, right? Is that what we're singing? So I, John might lead us in this, but I'm sure he's going to invite you to stand and sing. To release the kids. So, uh, yes, there's Amy and Allison. So, Treehouse, middle, high school, no, elementary school kids. Going with Amy back there, I believe it is. And Allison, you guys are dismissed. Great to have you with us this morning as we worshiped. And now, John, I pass it on. So oh. 
can hardly speak in peace so undeniable I, I can hardly think as you call me deeper still as you call me deeper still as you call me deeper still into love 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 you're a good good father Good morning. I have a few announcements for us this morning. So if you are here in person, there are green cards in the pews and we'd like you to fill that out to let us know of your presence. It's also a good way to let us join you in prayer. So you can fill out prayer requests on there or if you're looking for opportunities to get connected or to serve, that's a great way to do that. If you're at home or on Zoom or at work watching um, or on Facebook, you can go to our website and we have a digital green card on there. If you're new to Genesis, which I know some of you are, you can text new to Genesis to 94,000 and that will add you to our texting service. If you are here prepared to give your offering or tithe to the church in physical form. We have a wooden box in the lobby. Many of you have transferred over to a digital format and for that we are so thankful and we want to encourage you to continue to give towards God's work here in the city of Royal Oak. We're always looking for places to belong within Genesis. And so this summer we've been getting together Sunday afternoons, Sunday evenings in different formats. Last week we were at Fleet in Ferndale and um, I did beat uh, Norm and Harvey um, in Cornhole, just so you guys know. We just wanna make sure everybody knows that in case there's other stories being told. Chris Inman and I uh, are the reigning champions I don't, there were no pants involved. Wait, no, that's not what I meant, Jackie. So today we're going to have a gaming afternoon at Daniel and Bonnie's. You can just stand up. I just want people to see you. Daniel, can you stand up too? Very good. This is, these are the backings. They're hosting a gaming time at their house. If you're on the text thread, you already received a text or you'll be receiving a text with that information. But Daniel and Bonnie um, are here if you want to get their address between two and four today. It should be a great time. Anything else they need to know? All right, uh, for those of you that are interested in weightlifting, Daniel does have an Olympic uh, weightlifting set in his pole barn. So 
that could get a little bit. Okay, okay. <laughs> that could get a little crazy. Uh, Genesis is looking for a youth ministry director, and so if you have interest or if you know someone who has interest, stop by the garden and treehouse desk to get more information about that. And then we're already thinking about back to school. So all of the teachers and students in the room, all of the parents in the room, yes, right? So one of the things that we do annually is we partner with the CDC to provide backpacks. So you'll see there are backpacks in the lobby already starting to accumulate. But with technology, you can now go on and there's actually a uh, way to order through Amazon Prime. And so if you want more information about that, check our e-blast or um, Allison, who's also upstairs, or any of the staff could help direct you so that you can be a part of that with an Amazon wish list and to be a blessing to kids in the city that are connected to CDC. Lastly, we're gonna have lunch together today. So if you came prepared to share something, awesome. If you didn't know we were doing that, or if you knew we were doing that and decided to not bring something to share, everyone's welcome. So please stay, uh, Bo made pulled pork sandwiches, and so it should be a nice time together in the lobby after the service. And for now, stand up, greet the person next to you, and let them know uh, one more fun thing you're trying to do before school starts.
Well, good morning again. So glad that you're here. We're in a, over the summer, we're in this teaching called Fresh Bread, and we've invited different people from within our community to share different things that are standing out to them. And so this morning, we have Nasha Green Ely, and Nasha Ely Green, and Nasha's one of our elders here at Genesis. She's been serving in that capacity, loving on our community for a couple years now, I believe it is. And when Nasha, when we're in our meetings, she's also one of those ones when Nasha talks, we all pause and we listen. And so um, I, I knew that when there was an opportunity to hear from people within our community, Nasha was one of the ones that I hoped would say yes. And she did. And so we have that pleasure today of being talked to today. And then I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I forgot one more thing, Nasha, before you step up. I just heard that Marty Hill, who's one of the worship leaders and is here in the community, he just posted that if you guys went to his house, his roommate um, was killed in a motorcycle accident yesterday. And so those of you know Marty or even had a chance to meet his roommate because Marty hosts all the time. So if you had the chance to meet him, then, then you know him and have a face and of that. And so can we just pause and just pray for in the midst of this awful tragedy? And so God, have mercy. Have mercy upon this young man, his family whose life has been cut short. For those who are aching and weeping and have no breath and have no stomach and have no appetite and have no rest today. Jesus, come near in their morning. Come near to Marty. Oh, Father, to whatever comfort there can be, come near. Have mercy. Oh, Jesus, they need you. Amen. <sighs> All right, Nasha. Thank you for your willingness to share with us today. We're excited to hear and to receive from the Lord from you. And so would you guys welcome Nasha with me? Good morning. Oh, yeah, you can hear me. Awesome. So this ought to be fun. So I'm Nasha Green, and as Bill mentioned, I'm an elder here at Genesis. I'm glad to, really glad to be able to be with you all today. Um, when I was asked to speak on a Sunday, I responded with a slow yes instead of a quick no. <laughs> Keep that little nugget. I also remember saying I figured it was going to come soon because I could feel it. And you've heard me speak before, and I talk about how God talks to me. So I knew it would be only a matter of time before somebody asked me to do this. And we'll talk about that in a little bit, too. So I've been trying to figure out what to share today since Bo asked me to do this. And I had a whole bunch of ideas. And like Bo said, when we have elder meetings, um, I talk often, but I have what I call fireworks of ideas that just kind of and usually I'm trying to grab them back. Nothing wrong with it, but I might do that today, even though I have notes. So I'm just letting you know, ride the train with me. We're going to get back, okay? So in trying to figure out what to talk about today, I had a lot of ideas. 
but I couldn't really turn any of those into what I thought might be valuable information or what God really wanted me to voice this morning. Um, like I said, I rambled, but with some of my sideline topics are things I say a lot in my Bible study group, um, but I won't bore you with those. But like I said, those rapid firings or those fireworks might show up. And I sometimes have those things that make you go, hmm, Bible editions. Um, again, that I saved from my Bible study. But the very last thing I had written down on my list is what I'm speaking about today. So I personally think it is an awesome topic and I hope that you at least aren't bored. That's my goal, just don't be bored. Um, but. I think it'll be relevant. I hope people can take something with them from what, say, what I say, even if it's just one person that takes one thing, then I have done what God wanted me to do. So before we get into that, I wanna talk a little about, about this series of fresh bread. I was so confused when Bo's like, you know, you wanna speak about fresh bread and I'm visual, so I just thought of a bakery. And I'm like, oh, what does that mean? Um, and I think after he explained it to me for like the sixth time and I wrote it down, um, I started thinking about the importance of bread in the Bible because it says so much throughout the Bible, it's referenced throughout the Bible. And in thinking about bread, we can go to my slide. Next slide. I'm so used to being on Zoom that I feel like I need a computer right here. There we go. Um, so what exactly is fresh bread? And like I said, after I finally wrote it down, what I wrote was, what am I hearing from God? So think, when I say it, think to yourself, what are you hearing from God? What is sustaining me? What new word am I hearing from God? Or what's the thing right now? What is God teaching me? Or what's sticking out? So that's fresh bread. So I Googled, fresh bread in the Bible, and I don't know how accurate the number it is, but apparently bread is referenced at least 492 times in the Bible. That's pretty significant. And this is according to stepsoffaith.com, and the article is called The Amazing Significance of Bread in the Bible. So bread has a lot of meanings, a lot of symbolism, and has so much more importance that we still celebrate bread with the body of Christ and our faith today. And I'm sure you're familiar with other ways that it's used. Can anybody name some other ways bread is used in the Bible? Just shout it out. Manna, yeah. One more time. Breaking bread. I'm so, I don't hear, I wear hearing aids. I don't hear very well, so shout loud. Anything else? So a couple of things, provision and survival, life and salvation, forgiveness, God's holy word. They even said the marriage feast. And this one, God's eternal presence. And um, actually, I didn't document the scripture, but Jesus said to them, very truly, I tell you, it is not Moses who is giving you the heaven, but it is my father 
who gives you the true bread from heaven, for the bread of God down from heaven and gives life to the world. All from a little word like bread. So bread can symbolize pretty much anything in the Bible, but what it points to most is Jesus himself. He is the bread we must all take in if we truly want to find physical, spiritual, and eternal life. Would you agree with that? Okay, so bread is important. So let's talk about my fresh bread. So even though this is things that is supposed to be happening like right now, fresh bread, but this is something that I first realized back in April of 2018. I had a, um, my third child would have been about maybe eight weeks old. So, you know, not sleeping and all that. But I was scrolling Facebook one night and or morning and there was this video that popped up um, and I watched it and it's like ever since then I have had this new realization of God, my relationship with God. So since that time I felt this is a constant in me so this is always fresh bread for me. So I want to take some time and we're going to watch this two and a half minute video together it might not do anything for you, which is fine, because I'm just going to tell you how it makes me feel. But before we start, I want everyone to take a deep breath. Just breathe in. Breathe out. Allow the Holy Spirit to fill you. Ask God if you can see this video through spiritual goggles. And as you watch it, I want you to think of two things. How does the video make you feel? And I don't mean like, oh, you know, I think I, I got a cough or it's cold in here. I mean that deep feeling in your soul, in your spirit. How does it make you feel in your spirit? And then are there any specific emotions that come to the surface? Any thoughts that come to mind? Or is it familiar to you in any way? So we're gonna watch this video together. and then I will join again. Let's be patient with technology.
time I watch that video, I actually feel in my spirit, gets very excited, very happy. And you might understand why in a minute. So for the questions I asked, how did it make you feel? Were there any specific emotions that came? Anybody feel anything? Or you're just like, oh, I don't know where she's going with this. That made no sense to me. Either way, anybody? Anxiety? Rescue? Anything else? Anybody from this side of the room? Brave. Who said that? Mama stepped up. Love. So as you watch that video, I want to tell you what that meant to me. I don't see, I didn't see this video from the very first time I saw it from a mother's perspective. I have three kids. I did not see it from that perspective. I saw it from the perspective that this is how God is there for me. The perspective that I am a child of God. Every single time I watch this video, my spirit wants to cry because it is so beautiful. To me, even though this is a beautiful demonstration of a mother's love, this is how I envision my relationship with God. I'm living life, I'm doing my thing, and it gets hard, like it does for all of us. And when I can't find the words, when I wanna run away, when I'm scared, when I'm frustrated, when I'm tired, or any other emotion, God is waiting in the wings. So to me, I'm the little girl on stage and God is the parent coming to rescue me. So waiting in the wings, that's the words that came, you know, in 2018, it still comes. What do we mean when we say that? I looked it up and this idiom is not yet active or important, but are ready or likely to be so soon. So then last night I was kind of thinking on that piece a little bit more. And I was like, so does that mean we kind of have to like activate God? Is it like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Remember they say Mighty Morphin Power Rangers activate and they'd all do their thing and go from people to the superheroes. Do we need to do that for God to start walking up the aisle? Absolutely not. God is always there with us. And our faith is the activator. We don't have to say any magic words. We don't have to push a button. I actually had pictures and I was like, that's too much. We don't need like an activate green button or to have a secret code. God is always there. He is always around us. He is always with us. But sometimes we don't notice him and sometimes we don't listen when he is there and when he does speak. So during those times when I'm on stage of life and I'm trying to figure it out, God comes beside me. God holds my hand. God walks with me through all of the hard and all of the tough in life.
and God gets me back on my path. God restores my confidence and I can find my footing and I can find my voice again. But I can only do this with God. My kids can't help me do this. My husband can't help me do this. My friends can't help me do this. They're great support sometimes, sometimes, not all the time. But God is the one who gets me back there. So this little two and a half minute video might be very insignificant for everybody in this room, but for me, it is the personification of God's love for me. And I go through life feeling, thinking, knowing, believing that he's just right here waiting for when I need him. And he's right there even when I feel like I don't. He is always waiting in the wings for us. He is always at the ready. He's always ready to go on. He's always on <laughs> activate go mode. He's just waiting on us. When, when I watched the video the first time, I noticed it then and I noticed it every time I watch it. When the little girl started to stumble, did you see people in the audience look uncomfortable? Like, ooh, are they gonna shut her down? Are they gonna pull the curtain? Is someone gonna come get her? How often do we feel like that for other people? When we feel discomfort, when someone else is going through something? I'm sorry, I missed my whole spot. Let me back up a little bit. I told you we might be all over the place. I'll just pick up there. So in that being uncomfortable, it's uncomfortable to feel that, but it's also uncomfortable to watch. So what do we do when we know people in our lives are on that stage and can't find the words and don't know the song and are scared? We can't fix it. We can't fix them. We can't fix their situation. We can barely help, but we can see their frustration. We can see their pain. We can even see the possible agony they might be going through and we can't do anything about it. So as a bystander, and I talk about this a lot when I share, what can we do? Anybody? I just shared two weeks ago. We can pray. Cease, non-ceasing prayer for that person, for that situation. We activate our faith for those around us. Um, one of my favorite scriptures, Luke 5, 18 through 20. Some friends lowered their paralyzed friend through a roof to be healed. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, friend, your sins are forgiven. And I say a lot in my Bible study and to my friends when they feel discouraged or frustrated. Someone even said, I don't think I have enough faith to deal with this. And my response was, you might not feel you have enough faith, but I have faith. So let me carry your mat. Let me be there for you. Let me lower it through that roof. And when we can't do anything else, I feel like that's all we can do. 
with my friend group, we've been lowering each other's mats, taking turns, taking shifts for probably definitely during the pandemic, but especially um, about the past eight, nine months. It's been rough. And when we think about when we're on that stage or when we don't know what to do or we've lost our words or lost our path and we're waiting, what are we waiting for? Are we waiting for someone to applause? Are we waiting for someone to come and save us? Um, I'm visual, like I said, so, and I like superheroes. Am I waiting to go invisible? Like if I just stand here, if anyone has a cat or a pet, you know, if they close their eyes, they, it's like, I still see you, even though your eyes are closed. But if I stand here long enough, maybe no one will see the turmoil I'm feeling. Maybe no one will see how bad this is. Maybe no one notices that I want to cry or I want to scream or I want to run away. I don't know, but most likely we feel all of that plus more. And that waiting feels like an eternity. But we have to remember, God is always there. We are not in it alone. Um, kind of like the, this all is just, to, it's like the footprints poem, right? I saw one set of footprints, I saw two set of footprints, then I saw one during the hard because God carried you. It's the same thing. He is always here. We just have to remember that. So what we do for ourselves while we wait and we sit in those uncomfortable times, I think we should pray. We should remember all of the good that God has done for us in the past and what he continues to do for us step by step, day by day, even in the hard. Some years ago, I remember Nate was teaching and he kept saying, um, whatever the situation was, he shook his fist at God because he was upset. I love that visual and I last love that terminology because even in the hard, even in shaking our fists, we're still interacting. We're still, we still have a relationship. We're still talking to God, even if we're upset. How many times, I don't know about you, but I'll be like, God, just fix it. I don't have a prayer, just fix it. Do what you need to do to make it right. Do what you need to do for me not to have to deal with this, just fix it. Giving up control is hard though, because it might not look like you want it to. So in saying just fix it, be prepared for whatever he does to fix it. But sometimes even in that release of, I trust you enough to make this work, I trust you enough to be there, I trust you enough to make it right, and there's nothing I can do without you, and you have to take this over for me. Because why? Because he is always there. He is always waiting. He is always just around us. And I don't know how many people in here are like visual, like you see something and you're like, oh, that makes sense to me. Is it just me and Bert? Oh, couple, okay. So if this makes any sense, the stage of life, and then God is like that stage manager in the background doing whatever he needs to do. And he's like, oh, someone lost it. They're off cue. Oh no, she's got it, she's good and you keep on living, and something else happens, this guy's like, oh wait, oh wait, I heard her stumble. 
let me help her up. Or everything's fine, something goes wrong. Oh, I heard a cry. She's good. I just feel like God's so busy. I'm just one person. Look at all the people he's got to work with, right? But I feel like that's God. He's just like multitasking all over the place. And he'll hear one thing or see something or notice something. Even when we feel he is not listening, he hears all, he sees all, he knows all. I thought it was pretty ironic. The song that was chosen today was Good, Good Father. Because one of the lines I wrote down, you tell me that you're pleased and I'm never alone. It is so true. And another one, you know what we need before we say a word. Um, no one really knew what I was talking about today. So for me, that's the Holy Spirit just syncing this all up and bringing it all together because we just sung about this. God knows what we need. We need to talk to him. And when we talk, we need to listen to what is said. And God is pleased with us and we are never alone. So we need to pray. Remember that God has done for us in the past and what he continues to do. We need to believe that he will show up because he always shows up. And when he does show up, we have to listen and act on what he's saying and doing in our lives. So, that's pretty much all I have. But I just wanted to share a little bit about how I see God, and it might not be the stage of life and someone waiting in the ring, wings. You know, you might have your own vision of how God is in your life. But for me, and it has been for several years, you know, when I'm driving, he's right there next to me. When I'm taking a shower, he's waiting at the door. When I'm eating by myself, he's right there. When I'm talking to myself, I'm talking to him. He's everywhere, he's all around us. And I think when things get tough, we forget that. So I hope this is maybe a, a friendly reminder that regardless of what we're going through, regardless of how we're feeling, regardless of how the bad the things get, God is always, always there. And we don't need a little mighty Morphin Power Ranger saying or a button to push. Our faith activates him. There's not a reason why he won't walk up the aisle. But when he starts walking up the aisle, when he comes to grab your hand, when he puts his arm around your shoulder, we need to release control, put our head on his, and let him do his thing. We need to listen, and that can be difficult. And when we listen, we need to act. I feel like the Holy Spirit talks to us all the time, and we dismiss it and say things like, oh, what did I, I used to say this all the time. Something told me. Now I say the Holy Spirit said, something didn't tell me, that was God talking to me. So when you feel those and you hear those, you know, start to act on those. So the very last thing um, up on the screen should be this one little slide I found that just said, says, remember that God is everywhere all around us, constantly reaching out to us 
even in the most unlikely situations. So I want to pray for us. God, thank you for joining us today, for allowing us to be together, to listen. Like I said in the beginning, I hope even if just one person took something from today, that they remember you are always here, that you are always with us. We don't have to activate you because you are already activated. You are ready to go. Lord, allow us to lean into you, to take the control off of ourselves, to give you all the hard, all the difficult, and to give you all the joy and all the praise and all the thanks, just to give it over to you, to surrender to the love that you are trying to give to us. We pray this week, this month, that our years, that our lives are filled with you, with you and the blessings that you have stored for us. In Jesus' name, amen. You're welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Nasha. That was a treat. Uh, we're going to dismiss to eat together. And we all know that communion, the formal thing, when you pass those little things, is most of us had this idea how holy it is. But sitting around a table is just as holy. That's communion. And so even though it will be pulled pork on buns and lemonade, it's holy. It's unique. It's the moment that we gather around together, knowing that Jesus has us. You may feel strong in that or weak in that, but you're welcome at the table. And we eat to be fueled and to be refreshed and be encouraged and to be together. So if you are here, or you can drive here, for those of you who are close, you are welcome around the table. Even as Nate said, whether you brought something or not. I got about 30 pounds of meat, so I think you guys get each like a half a pound a piece, right? So you're going to do all right. And if, you, um, if you're like, no, I don't eat meat, we have so much other things. So stay. You can eat outside on a blanket if you want. If you want to sit outside in the shade and eat, if you're more comfortable doing that. We have tables set up in the lobby. Be together, pull around people, and, and eat. Nasha, thank you again. Before we close, there was in that video I loved in that moment that you shared that because it was powerful for me. But I love hearing that mom's voice encouraging that daughter. You got this, baby. You got this. Just that word. That was, that was the word she needed and the presence she needed. And we're all in different places. And then we have, this, we have God who wants to speak. As Nasha said, I felt like I heard something. What, what is God saying to you in the wings today? Because every time it's not, you got this, baby. There's sometimes you need that. But you're in a different story than singing on a stage and filled with anxiety and, and, and all of that and forgotten your words. What does the Father, what does the Holy Spirit want to say to you today? What do you need to hear? And so which we pause, we believe that um, on any given day, we can share what God's saying to us 
Because Nasser reminded us this great truth. He loves us. God loves us and is with us and is present and is active and is whispering. So in the wings today, what's the Spirit whispering to you? And so I'm going to just pause for 30 seconds. And if we can, let's just be receptive and say, what's the whisper today or what's the shout? So let's take a little minute and listen. So Father, you love us and you're speaking. What is it that each of us need to hear today? What do you want to whisper to us today? We're open. So God, thank you for being active. Thank you for caring. Thank you for being present. If we heard, Lord, may we take hold of that and share it with another person. If, if, we, if we struggled to pause and to listen, oh God, have mercy. And maybe when we're eating, we would be able to hear. Maybe when we're resting today or working or doing, that we could hear. Favor us, God, with your revelation. God, thank you for food. Thank you for your body that's broken for us. Thank you for your blood that was shed that pulls us into a beautiful relationship with you that confirms for us. God, thank you for these things. And as we eat, may we remember Jesus. We eat in the name of Jesus. We celebrate in the name of Jesus. We drink in the name of Jesus. All of this holy. We laugh in the name of Jesus. So God, thank you. Amen. So, please, stay. We should have some things arranged out there. If not, we'll pull some stuff together. Grab food. Eat as much as you want. You can eat inside or out, whatever you are comfortable with. Nasha, again, thank you so much. And uh, at 2 to 4, the backings, if you've got to go. But they're having games today. Have a great Sunday. We hope to see you next week and out there.